There are scores, maybe hundreds of characters in the biblical story that are important to the narrative, but who never get a name, including these two figures from the first Good Friday in Jerusalem. The Gospel according to St. Luke. Two others also who were criminals were led away to be crucified with him. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the thieves, one in his right hand and one in his left. There was an inscription above him, this is the king of the Jews. One of the thieves who were hanged there kept deriding him saying, are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other one rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? We indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve, but this man has done nothing wrong. And then he said to Jesus, Rabbi, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In Uvalde, Texas, last May 24, 376 law enforcement officers descended upon the Robb Elementary School. It took them 74 minutes to dispatch the killer. 21 students and teachers died. In Nashville on Monday, police officers arrived at the Covenant School at 1021. By 1026, the killer was dead. Instead of loitering around doing nothing, these officers ran straight towards the sound of a gunshot. One of those officers was Rex Engelbert. He graduated from Loyola Academy in 2014. He's a hero and I wanted to honor him this morning. Every age has its brigands and its malefactors. St. Luke tells us that Jesus died between two thieves, one on his right and one on his left. We don't know what crimes got those thieves there, but likely they were a way lot bigger than your average shoplifter or purse snatcher or car thief or 7-Eleven robber. You see, because crucifixion was so horrible that the Romans reserved it for the lowest of the low, the meanest of the mean, and the deadliest of the deadly. They reserved it for notorious gangsters, unscrupulous cutthroats, and, of course, for itinerant prophets who disrupted the kingdom of Caesar by babbling incessantly about the kingdom of God. So these might have been more than thieves. They might have been revolutionaries, who tossed Molotov cocktails at the occupying forces in first century Jerusalem. Some Jews would have called them patriots, but the Romans would have called them terrorists. The Latin word for assassin is sicarios. Sicarios got their name from the curved dagger they used to dispatch their victims. And so if you want to know what these thieves were like at Golgotha with Jesus, you could do worse than picturing the brigands from the drug cartels in movies like Sicario. They were bad hombres. One of the thieves, traditionally the one on his left, is determined to die just as he lived to be a royal pain in the neck until the end. 
He mocks Jesus. Hey, you, if you're such a blankety-blank big shot of a Messiah, say abracadabra or something and get us the hell out of here. Save yourself and us. The other thief, traditionally the one on Jesus' right, rebukes his partner in crime. He says, shut the bleep up, you bleeping fraud. We deserve to be here. This man is innocent. And then he turns to Jesus and says, Rabbi, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus famously replies, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Paradise, an old Persian word the Hebrew Bible uses to describe the Garden of Eden. And so over the centuries, the church came to calling this guy, this second guy, the good thief or the thief who stole the kingdom. I love that phrase, the thief, the thief who stole the kingdom. And you can see what they mean, right? You know, you live your whole life as this vile gangster, and then at the last possible instant, you're determined to, to skate straight into the kingdom of God across the unmerited favor of a Christ whose expectations are clearly too low for those he inscrutably chooses to love. doesn't seem fair, does it, to rape and to pillage all your life and at the last instant take refuge under the Savior's grace? But remember, this story comes from the Gospel of Luke. Luke is the only evangelist who tells us this story, and he means to tell us that Jesus is going to die just as he lived. He hangs out all his life with people like this thief on the cross. And Luke wants to tell us that till the end, Jesus means to hang out with the least, the last, the lost, the lame, the leper, and the loser. Spent his whole life consorting with thieves and Samaritans and prostitutes and tax collectors. And now he's going to die just as he lived. It's stories like these from the Gospel of Luke that have prompted New Testament scholars to talk about Jesus' pronounced prolonged, prominent preference for the poor, especially in the Gospel of Luke. Jesus pronounced prolonged, prominent preference for the poor right up until the end. He keeps insisting on redeeming the unredeemable, touching the untouchable, loving the unlovable. According to him, no one is beyond redemption. And at the last possible instant, he snatches this guy out of the dumpster he's made of his life. You know what I miss most about Greenwich, Connecticut? Unexpectedly, I miss the town dump. Greenwich had the greatest junkyard I've ever seen. They picked up our trash for us, but for the most part, any substantial recycling was a do-it-yourself effort. You had to haul all that trash to the junkyard, but it was the Ritz-Carlton of junkyards. And they didn't call it the town dump. They called it the resource recovery facility. Everything is fancy in Greenwich. And so it sprawled across about 20 acres, across the hills of New England, you know, and they had stations for everything. Paper and cardboard, of course, and appliances and furniture and construction material and discarded tools. There was a book exchange, a shelved book exchange at the Resource Recovery Facility in Greenwich. has more books than a small-town library. And as you might imagine, the trash in Greenwich is, a fa- is of a fairly high quality. You know, so you might find a, a first edition copy of The Great Gatsby 
or a Viking refrigerator that somebody had tossed in favor of a brand new Sub-Zero or an original Andy Warhol that got tossed out by mistake. Actually, I've never heard of any of that happening. I made it up, but you see my point. And so sometimes when you went to the resource recovery facility in Greenwich, you would meet one of our local scavengers. They're called junkers, and that's how they make their living. They sort through the trash looking for something of value that people have tossed out. And so one woman said, I found a Pentax camera, digital, wide-angle lens. The shutter was stuck, but I poked my finger in there and found some batteries, and boom, it worked. She lives in Greenwich, Connecticut. She knows that her neighbors will look down on her for this dirty job, this scavenging, but she defends herself. She says, my job is to rescue something that should never have been thrown out in the first place. Yes, pretty good job. My job is to rescue something that should never have been thrown out in the... That's Jesus' motto. I want to rescue people who should never have been thrown out in the first place. It's a scandal, this vile gangster going straight to paradise. It's a scandal. But so what? That's Jesus for you, the scandal of the gospel. What's the point? I'm glad you asked. There are two, actually. The first point is, this story means that we are loved and loved and loved. All of us, every one of us, we are loved comprehensively and unconditionally. Jesus doesn't think anyone is beyond redemption. He might even have brought the bad thief to paradise. The story doesn't tell us that, but it'd be just like him. Nobody's beyond redemption. That's the first thing. The second thing is that if you want to be like Jesus, think about somebody in your life who is just a mess. Broken everything around him. A royal pain in the neck. Beyond redemption. Take a crack at it anyway. At redemption. You might be responsible for bringing somebody straight to paradise. Your job might be be to rescue a person who should never have been thrown out in the first place. He might not deserve it, but so what? Do any of us? Luke never gives a name to these two thieves who flanked Jesus on Golgotha that first Good Friday. And the church thought this was so wrong. And so since the 4th century, the church has been calling them Gestus and Dismas. Gestus is the bad thief on Jesus' left, and Dismas is the good thief on Jesus' right. And here's the interesting thing. I don't know if this is beautiful or scandalous, but did you know that Dismas has become a saint in the Roman Catholic Church? Dismas the dagger man, a saint? And I'll bet you can guess whom he is the patron saint for, Prisoners, death row inmates, and repentant thieves. Even Sam Bankman-Fried gets a patron saint. There's a church of the good thief in Kingston, Ontario that was built by prisoners from a nearby penitentiary. And the church of St. Dismas the good thief in Clinton, New York, is inside a correctional facility, not far from the Canadian border. 
it too was built by prisoners, some of them good thieves and some of them bad. In the Orthodox Church, the cross always has three crossbars. The short top one, of course, is for the inscription, this is Jesus, the King of the Jews. And the middle bar, of course, is where they nailed his hands. And the short bar at the bottom is for his feet. And it's always crooked. It's always askew to remind us that Jesus was in so much pain that he pressed down hard in agony upon that crossbar. And it's always tilted up to Jesus' right. Do you know why? It's pointing straight at the face of Dismas the dagger man, the thief who stole the kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. It's a good prayer for all of us to pray every night before we fall asleep. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom.